This episode was recorded on December 10, 2020. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Time Machine Studios, a space where artists come to get inspired. This show is about artists coming together and talk about their story, how they use their own experiences to their advantage as inspiration for creating art, discussing the meaning behind the artwork, the story behind the script, in hopes of helping and inspiring other artists that may be lost or confused to find their own sense of direction. In this episode, we're going to talk about identity and what it means to be an artist in this time and age. I first started drawing when I was five and I, I just loved it. starts out as in grade six art class where I just I knew I wanted to become an artist when I got up on stage. And that's my story. And that's my story. And that's my story. <laughs> What's your story? Join us on Time Machine Studios. Hey guys, it's Yusuf, and welcome to my podcast, Time Machine Studios. Instead of taking to the streets of Toronto, I decided to take to the space portals of Zoom to ask fellow artists some questions on creativity, art, and inspiration to further understand how artists bring their unique ideas to the world. So, how do you express your creativity in your own unique way? Well, for me, I like to write it down in journals. So either I write about my day or what's going on in my life. I turn to YouTube because I watch it and I digest a lot of content. So I decided, let me release my creative ideas. Let me talk to a camera and show something creative about myself and just enjoy that. I like uh, just drawing things, but doing it in ways that are fairly uh, almost like bad on purpose. Would you consider your outlet to be therapeutic? Yeah, definitely. Like when I'm, whenever I'm feeling down or whenever I get into an argument with a friend or something, I usually just uh, start drawing stuff. I think writing is therapeutic because once you have a pen in your hand and you're writing on paper, and especially when you write in cursive, I think it's the best way to relieve stress. What inspires you? What inspires me? That's a tough one. I would say the people around me and who I'm surrounded by and also the music I listen to um, because I like listening to lyrics more than just the song because I think lyrics are more meaningful. I gotta feel the vibe like if it's something I'm passionate about and people are talking about it in my life and I actually have an opinion about it I'm just gonna open my mouth and speak on it. I find the two things that really help inspire me a lot are uh, like looking at other people's art and like reading other books like learning new things. So what we learned today is that artists use many different outlets to express themselves in a creative way. They find a way through their inspiration and motivation to break through the barriers of distraction and writer's block and just reach a so-called creative zone. I've asked one of my close friends to talk about getting into that creative zone What's it like from a musician side of being an artist? Because artist is a very general term with many different fields of expertise. Now we're going to take a deep dive into the life of a musician. Adele Manji, aka Redshift, is an artist, singer, songwriter, and musician. I wanted to ask him a few questions on artistry, what it means to be an artist, and explaining the creative process of a musician. He has released three self-produced albums as Redshift, his latest project, Radiant Blue, is available now on all streaming platforms. Welcome to the podcast, Adele. How's it going, my guy? How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. So I just wanted to get in by asking you, like, what made you want to make music and what's your story? You mean like how I got started making music, basically? Yeah. 
Well, I've been, I've been, uh, I'm a, I'm a classically trained uh, pianist. I've been doing piano since I was about four years old. I've been playing piano. I did not like it when I was younger at first because my parents kind of forced me into it. But of course, they always say you'll thank me later, and I thank them later, obviously, because it's helped me out so much since then. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's kind of was like my first experience with like making music and playing music and performing music. But uh, yeah, so I kind of got started doing more digital music and like uh, production stuff in grade seven, I think it was, uh, or grade eight or something. And we and I was just playing around with uh, GarageBand, which is a free music making app that came installed on my uh, computer. So I just kind of played around with that, playing with loops, and I just kind of kept using it and kept learning. And I, I, I had a friend in, in high school who was really good at all this stuff, and he taught me a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I eventually got better, better software and learned more about it. And I've just been been building up the skill slowly, entirely wow. self-taught on that regard. Yeah, that's very impressive. Have you found your sound? And if so, what would you say to artists struggling to find their sound and identity when it comes to being an artist? Another good question. Honestly, I don't really agree necessarily with the concept of finding your sound. You know, I think. I think you can find the kind of music that makes you happy, but I don't think that that will always be the kind of music that makes you happy, you know? I think you can have multiple sounds. I would say don't worry about finding your sound, just make music that you want to listen to. And I think that'll happen naturally. I think you'll, you'll again, I, I, again, it's not so much about finding your sound, it's more about, you know, making music that you want to make and that will, people will say, oh, that's their sound after you've kind of made that music that you like, people will start to associate with that. You know, I, I, I think it's not so much about trying to search out and find the thing that's like, okay, this is my sound, you know, because that will change. I think it's more about, um, you know, just making the music you want to make and it'll come naturally from that. Well, thank you so much, Adele, for your time and insight on uh, the life of being an artist and musician and all that. <laughs> of course, man. Glad to help you out. Thank you so much. You're welcome to come back at any time. Of course, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey guys, welcome to Time Machine Studios. On this podcast, we talk a lot about what it means to be an artist, what their motivations are, what inspires them, and what message they're trying to send across. Well, personally, this year has been an emotional roller coaster, to say the least. I've dissected ideologies, filled up my notebooks with scribbles, and I've just, you know, started to build my own unique perspective and way of life. All these events have transformed me as a human being, as a student of life, and most importantly, as an artist. My story starts out in my birthplace. I was born in the United States, Tampa, Florida. My father decided that he wanted to earn his PhD in Aberdeen, Scotland. So we went there and lived in Scotland for six years. This was when the foundation of my artistry began. I remember staying in my room all day watching movie after movie after movie just enjoying them, feeling satisfied and content with life. Fast forward to middle school. I started making my own short films, I started my own YouTube channel, and was cast in the middle school play. I was getting the hang of it. I liked the idea of acting on stage, and I felt like I was myself. I eventually became intrigued by the art of filmmaking, creating my school's first filmmaking club, where me and my friends would create short films together. Then. On one fateful day, my parents decide to tell me that we're moving to Canada. 
I was really excited. I thought that Canada was where I would finally be able to interact with like-minded people who love doing the same things I love doing, and I would finally start my career. When I got to Canada, it was way more chill than I expected. There wasn't any igloos, polar bears, or rivers of maple syrup. It was a place just like any other. But to my surprise, it turned out to be the only place where I felt like I was home. I'd always imagined myself traveling to a mega city like New York, LA, or Toronto, renting an apartment, having a minimum wage job, and going from audition to audition, or opportunity to opportunity, trying to get my big break. After only one year, I graduated from Colonel By Secondary School, and just when I thought I can get one step closer to that vision, BAM 2020, BAM COVID, BAM quarantine, BAM deconstruction. When you sit at home for long enough, you really start to reevaluate your life, your values and ideologies. It was like waking up from a dream. I realized that the vision that I had in my mind, I was subconsciously delaying my happiness for when I was supposed to endure the most pain. Because the real world is supposed to be when all the rejection happens and the hustle takes place. Quarantine made me realize that my career had already begun a long time ago. The first time I watched the movie, that was when my career began. I learned that time is valuable. That saying, I would do this if I had all the time in the world, is merely just an excuse. Because when we did have all the time in the world, we felt lazy, sluggish, and unconcerned. We just sat back and watched the world burn. The irony is that before I had all my ideology changes and identity crises, I told myself that 2020 would be my year. That this would be the year that I would finally start my career. In reality, it really was my year. If it wasn't for quarantine and all that free time I had to just be alone with myself and put myself under a microscope and dissect myself, I wouldn't have discovered this newer version of myself. I would still be dreaming. I would still be wrong about a lot of things. I'm probably still wrong about a lot of things that I don't know about yet. But I'll get there. We'll get there. One day at a time. Every spark of growth that we have, we just become less wrong. I realize my purpose. That I am an artist. I am a communicator. My job is to express myself in any way that I want. So, I will continue to do that till I get tired of talking. And when I do get tired of talking, I'll reinvent myself and talk some more. Because being an artist was never about the result or the awards or the clout or blowing up. It was the experience. That's what I hope this podcast will accomplish. To take you guys back in time to realize that it was all about the journey. Thank you. See you next time.